Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. Cute. That's cute. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's So we're recording this obviously before Valentine's Day. Oh, but it is actually yeah, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. And how wow. sad you are abandoning your Valentine. Wow. 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 <laughs> uh, that's hurtful. Do you guys really? Hurtful, but I am. Do you guys really celebrate? I mean, who? No. My parents do celebrate Valentine's Day because it's also their anniversary. Oh, that's really cute. They will have been together 30 years. And if you're doing the math on that, yes, I was six years old when they got married. Um, and my brother was like an infant. So we love that for them. But my dad so turned 65 on Friday. Oh. And then they got married on Valentine's Day, 1993. Oh, so much to celebrate. Yes, a lot to celebrate. That. Tynan Sinks, who is the co-host of Smell You Later, he loves all things pink and hearts mm-hmm. and clouds mm-hmm. and anytime and I think Hello of Valentine's Kitty Day, yes, and Ariana Grande, yes. When I think of Valentine's Day, I think of Tynan. So Tynan, this episode's dedicated to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I literally almost sent him something this morning about Hello Kitty, and I was like, I think I do that too much, so I'm going to stop. He has a very specific brand. If you send him a message on Instagram. It's He'll respond with the bow emoji. <laughs> yeah, pink it's bow. The pink so bow. So I know, cute. I love it's, it. I love. I love the commitment to the Same. brand and personality. Same. Um, speaking of Valentine's Day, what is your favorite? Have we talked about this? What is your favorite rom com? Oh, this is a great question. And don't this... tell me it's like Scream. <laughs> I want like a legit rom-com by definition my bet my best friend's wedding is 100 okay. my favorite rom-com that is one of my top three favorite movies of all time i i love julia roberts i'm obsessed with julia roberts i love that she has a gay best friend when i was watching this as a child i would tell my mom i'm gonna move to la and have a gay best friend like that was yeah yeah. That was what I always told her. And she's like, whatever you want to do, go for it. <laughs> like, dream, dream your biggest it dream. It was such a – I love that movie too. But, the, yeah, the storyline was so messy. The storyline was so messy. And you realize that Jules, who Julie Roberts plays, is actually just a complete terror yeah. for trying yeah. to drive her best friend away from the Terrible. love of his life. Cameron Diaz is oh, she's incredible. so cute in this so movie. So cute. There's a musical number. There's a chasing yes. moment. Oh. There's a there's a, an iconic line, you're never gonna be jello. Suddenly, Michael realizes he doesn't want creme brulee. He wants something else. What does he want? Jello. Jello? I could be jello. No. Creme brulee can never be jello. You could never be jello. 
Like, yes, yes. you're creme yes. brulee. You're never going to be jello. I mean, everything, The like, Dermot Mulroney. Oh, my yeah. God. That oh, my God. Fine. So handsome. And he's in the upcoming Scream 6. So oh, there well, we go. Look full at that. Full circle. Look at that. Look full at that. circle. What is your favorite rom-com? My favorite one that I probably watched, like, 200 million times is You've Got Mail. Oh, yeah. You could probably quote that. That is also an excellent rom-com. If it's on at a hotel, like, I have to turn it on in the background. Meg Ryan is, like, my number one rom-com girl. And I just feel like at that time, I remember we were, like, in middle school, right? Like, middle school or, like, early high school. And I was, like, obsessed with New York. I was, like, I'm going to move to New York. And I remember we, like, took a family trip there and I made everyone, like, do the do the tour of You've Got Mail. So we went to like the garden, Cafe Lalo, where they like, you know, had their meeting. Yeah, I did the whole thing. And I just, you know, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan were, it's it's so interesting to think about because there were the pairs. It was Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson. Yes. Who else? Um, I'm trying to think. Julia, I don't think was really Julia and like, George? George? George Clooney? Yeah, yeah. Like, they were always together. But, like, like Ocean's Eleven, not a rom-com. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, But, like, yeah. they were always together. Yes. That's how I feel about Zoe Deutsch and Glenn Powell. Like, they are the, they are mm. the ones that I think they should continue to do rom-coms together because they have such mm. amaz- amazing chemistry. Totally. And they're kind of bringing that back. Yes, yes. What are, what are, what are they in? They did set it up together. Which is okay. an amazing okay. rom-com on Netflix. If you have not watched it, I mean, there's this genius moment where, first of all, Zoe is so charming. She is the perfect rom-com lead. And she actually did a movie around Christmas time called Something from Tiffany's with Shay oh, Mitchell. Yes. And, oh, my God. Shay Mitchell and then uh, What's His Handsome face from insecure oh yes so hot that man is fine yes and it was a great movie i thoroughly enjoyed watching it and i think i i just loved it because she she brings a comfort level to these Mm rom-coms that reminds me of Mm -hmm. a meg ryan or of a julia roberts or kate hudson i feel like she looks a lot like Haley lou from white lotus like they could be like cousins or sisters i'm not seeing it but i feel i I, strong brow Maybe it's just the brow. <laughs> Anyways, I need to watch that. I just, I love a good rom-com. That's a great, what is the greatest rom-com of all time, though? Because this has been argued and debated. <sighs> what do people say? Like, When Harry Met Sally? I think people say uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, How to Lose a Guy. I mean. I do, I did love that movie. It's, Frost yeah. Yourself. Oh. I wanted the, the yellow gown. The, chem- the chemistry. We were, that was also at the time when we were like prom. High like school. Winter formal yes. prom, high school, yep. where like everyone wore that dress, yep. that shade of yellow, and then like the low back. You would get it from like Windsor. Yep. Oh my God. I was reading an oral history of How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. They said that the scene where Katherine Hahn is playing the therapist was mostly improv and that they were dying laughing oh the entire time. And I'm like, yes, I would also be doing that. But I think one of the producers said something to the effect of, you know, that yellow dress was iconic, uh, especially in terms of, you know, wardrobe and costume design, and that they probably would have made a ton of money if they had merchandised it in some way. And I was like, wait, oh, totally. so did they not make any money from all those prom stores <laughs> basically knocking it off? Yeah. 
Okay, so I Googled and sorry, but the Ringers article came up for like. <laughs> Why are you saying this? Sorry. Number one for they ranked when Harry met Sally, then Pretty Woman, which I kind of forget oh. is like a rom com, but oh my of god, course. that movie. Julia. You've got mail. Clueless. I wouldn't I wouldn't I call wouldn't it a rom com. Really call that a rom com. No. Because you weren't focused so much about her finding love. You were focused on her, just on right. her life. Totally. Jerry Maguire, also I wouldn't call a rom-com. I didn't find that movie funny. I found it deeply upsetting. Mm. Like, there were funny parts, yeah. but, like, I was totally. mostly in turmoil. It was a good movie. Okay, and then Notting Hill, which basically, like, it's like Meg Ryan, Julie Roberts. Yeah, so Julia, I think Richard Gere was the one we didn't mention. Yes. Her and Richard Gere had Ugh. the thing that Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks had. And then she also, I think, did some things with uh, Hugh Grant a lot. Oh, and then they have Wedding Singer, which Drew Barrymore oh and Adam God. Sandler. Like, yeah, 500 yes. Days, or what, not, sorry, no, um, 50 First Dates. I love Adam Sandler in a rom-com. So Love good. him in a rom-com. Love it. Ugh, something's gotta give while you were sleeping. So many good, so many, oh, Hitch. I loved Hitch. Hitch, Hitch was great. Like Will Smith and Eva <laughs> Mendes, so good. I do, I do love, I mean, this is the thing. I feel like we are missing vessels like rom-coms we are to launch we the movie are. star if you want to be a movie star you need to have a rom-com that's why i told glenn glenn powell on the red carpet at the globes he's a movie star because he's getting he's now starting to like i need a miles teller rom-com now because yeah. he's done the artsy yeah. stuff you know no he's done the stuff that's like gonna get him recognized by the academy totally he did obviously top gun Maverick, and now people are obsessed with him. Dude, I need yeah. to see you as a leading man in a rom-com. Yeah. Oh, okay. Also, Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone. <gasps> oh, Cra Crazy Stupid yes. Love and La La Land. Love their chemistry. They, ugh, I know people so good. Are, are often shady when discussing La La Land, and I initially did not like that movie, but oh I God, ended I up loving. I love that I I so I, I now I'm listen to that soundtrack in the I car. know it's problematic. I know that Ryan Gosling did not discover jazz, but my God, that man. <laughs> if we cannot get him on for the Barbie movie, I'm going to be really upset. Ryan Gosling is the perfect actor, and I will not be taking Ugh. any questions at this time. Just watch Ugh. Gray Man, and you will understand. <laughs> that man made me a fan of action movies because he was the lead, and he was so charming. And then charming. you watch his like interviews from when he was on the Mickey Mouse Club, and you're like, the range. He could dance. <laughs> He's like Sing. very into the Barbie movie. He's not trying to act like he's too cool. No. He's like, I love Ken. No. I have Kenergy. I'm like, yes, this is what I want from a man. Ugh. I want funny, cute, smoldering hot, and just like self-deprecating, good sense of humor. Ugh. What a guy. What a guy. I, I will be watching the new Magic Mike movie this week. Enjoy that. I think Channing Tatum can do no wrong. I'm going to try to wait for you. No, just go see it. Listen, like, uh, just go listen. By, what if I just go see it by myself in the middle of the day? This 37-week pregnant woman with an extra large popcorn. Channing Tatum followed Sarah because she was thirsting after him on his own Instagram. She's a married woman literally about to pop out a baby and said, I don't think I can see this movie. I'm afraid I may go into early labor. And he followed her. I died. I died. And I'm still like Channing. I'm still dying. Come a on the bit. pod. We'd love to talk about what your uh, body care routine is. What's your What's your spray tan of choice for? Yeah, how often are you getting spray tanned? 
Are you getting rubbed down? Are you actually getting airbrushed? Spill the tea. We need to know. Is Zoe Kravitz still in your life? Yes. I I just, they're so, I I can't. I can't even think about them together because it's too much. Anyways, I'm too pregnant for this. You are. You're way too (laughs) pregnant for this. I encourage anyone that's, that's wanting to go see Magic Mike but doesn't have anyone to go with them, just go. Just go. go. Enjoy yourself. Okay. It, I feel like it's been a minute since you've talked about something. I know. I haven't done a wife in a while, but here we are. So last week I went to Milk Studios. They ha- If you're not familiar, Milk Makeup is actually derived from a studio called Milk. Um, some people don't know this. And they have a beautiful studio in L.A., in Hollywood. Um, they launched some newness. So I went to go check it out. And it actually, I'm not even going to talk about the newness I'm going to talk about a product that I have been using for literal months since it launched because I didn't talk about it when it launched and it's just my go-to. I use it all the time. I take it with me when I travel. It is their newest concealer called Milk Makeup Future Fluid Hydrating Cream Concealer. Um, This concealer is amazing. It comes in so many different shades, so many different beautiful undertones that I appreciate because it really just, it it melts into the skin and completely disappears. So even if you're spot correcting around your nose or on like a, you know, area of hyperpigmentation on your cheek, you don't have to worry about putting it on your entire face because it truly just seamlessly blends into the skin. And I think that's why I continue and and just like use it. I just, I'm almost at the uh, bottom of the barrel. My shade is 9N. That's the shade I am when I don't have a a tan of any sort. Um, But I also have shades 18W, which I used to kind of bronze my face. Um, I also have some lighter shades. I think I have 8C, which is like a cooler tone. Is this like a medium coverage, full coverage concealer? It's a medium to full coverage concealer. So I do use a lighter hand with it, especially under my eyes, but it really is hydrating. Um, For me, I have to set this with powder to keep it from moving. But the reason why I love it is, like I said, it just seamlessly blends into the skin. It uh, doesn't crease. And it just it makes my skin look smooth. It makes my skin look like my skin, but even toned and better. Do you like to use it in addition to a foundation or as alone? If I'm just running errands and stuff and I just want to touch up, obviously just the concealer. And I- I've talked about this before, but I love using concealer all over my face, even like in lieu of a foundation. Um, but I've been using... Uh, the Makeup by Mario foundation along with this as my concealer of choice. And I think it looks so, so good and put together. Yeah, I'm just a big fan. It is $29, so a little bit more on the pricier side when it comes to a concealer. Um, It is considered uh, clean. There's no, you know, gluten or silicone or parabens if that's something that you do have concerns about. But I have to say, I just, I love the way this, this particular product performs. It looks really good in photos. I feel like it looks really good in real life. Like when, when I wear it, people are like, what's on it? Like, what, why do you look so good? What's on your face? What's on your face? I need to find the right shade because they sent me samples and they were way too light. So then obviously I just didn't bother, but 
I feel like this would be good to have in my arsenal. I went to the event last year and they shade matched me there. But I will say initially when they were trying to shade match me, the artists that were there were definitely trying to make me lighter. Not They weren't doing it intentionally, but they were like, oh, I think you would be this. And they put it on. And it's like, okay, wait, this is way too light for you. Got it. So I don't know if they were deceived by like my skin tone or something. I looked at them and I'm like, I'm telling you right now, 9N is going to be my best match. You're a lot warmer than I think people think. I agree. A lot of times we're the same shade in in, in foundations and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and also, if you go too light with me, I just look like I'm James Charles with the flashback Mary thing where I'm like white all over. I love this concealer. I think it's so great. Like, I, it's truly a product I've been using for months and haven't stopped. I use it, obviously, also in conjunction with our fave Sisley. Oh my god, I'm wearing that today. Yeah, same. I love the Sicily concealer. But then also um, uh, Armani Luminous Silk Concealer is one of my absolute favorites. If you if you want to try the Luminous Silk line, try the concealer, especially for the under eye. Like, I do love the Sicily for the under eye, but when I don't use the Luminous Silk for a while and I go back, I'm like, damn. Yeah. This this really does. Because it just, it self-sets. You don't have to, to set it in any way. I do want to note, though, that... The, the reason why I did go to that milk event is there is a new product that they launched. And I thought this was interesting. So you know how they used to make the really big fat to uh, like sticks yeah. milk did? Mm-hmm. They don't make them those sizes anymore. They were kind of big. They were pretty big and chunky. And I felt like it was um, a lot to try to get through. Yeah, I would like use my finger to rub on it and then apply it with my finger instead of like directly applying the stick to your face. So now they've made the their sticks, most of them, in the travel size. You know the little tiny baby oh, sizes? Oh, so cute. Mm-hmm. So they're really easy to travel with. Um, but they have a new one. It's called the Sculpt Stick. And so they are cool-toned contour sticks, essentially. They don't have any shimmer, no warmth. They are truly meant just to sculpt the face. It comes in four shades. Like, Very Deep is, I think, truly one of the best contour sculpting shades I've ever seen. Because it doesn't lean gray mm. or blue. Mm-hmm. It is like, it, it, it truly just looks like the shadows that you would naturally have if you had a genetic contour to your face. I'm really excited. They launched a new lip and cheek shade called Smirk. It's a dusty rose shimmer and it's gorgeous. So if you were interested in trying any of those, they now have them in these smaller sizes, which are a little bit more um, affordable and easy to travel with. Yay, milk. Okay, we have some voicemails. Our our voicemail is actually popping, which is exciting to me. Oh, I love that. We're going to feature one today, and I think we'll do another episode and just like go through all of the all the voicemails that have accumulated. This one, I thought was really good, and it made me laugh. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello, Sarah and Kirby. Not first time, but long time. Um, I was scrolling Instagram and avoiding work, and I came across this brand called Neen as a makeup brand from Janine Lovell, the Stila founder. Obviously, never say that brand out loud. This is embarrassing. Have you all heard of this? I don't think I've heard you guys talk about it, but they do like a subscription service, and you get like a sheet that has different glosses that are good for highlighting and lips and everything and they like have random 
people that have done like videos and stuff for them. Like they had a video of Brian Cox from Succession saying, try this or fuck off. And what is this brand? Should I know about it? Have you tried it? Do you know anything? Um, I appreciate your take on everything. Uh, thank you. Bye. We you haven't talked, talked about, about me, me, but I do think it's starting to have its moment because I was actually discussing with Renee Rouleau some ideas for something that she has coming up and she mentioned mean and I'm like huh and then mean sent me some product um, a couple of months ago and honestly I didn't know that this was from Janine Lobel from Stila yeah when was the last time we talked about a Stila product oh my god so long but it has Stila has a very special place in my heart especially from like yeah high school college days Stila stay all day was my jam but I feel like mean has really been big with Gen Z and like the younger crowd because of the fact that Janine is really focusing on like the sustainability of it all and it's like very innovative the packaging is really cool it does but it has like a hint of nostalgia too because what our listener was describing with like the the card where you peel back the swatch and you Mm -hmm. you know can get the sample reminds me of like what you would find in the inserts of magazines yeah 100 percent. it's it's very reminiscent of early aughts editorial you're going through a magazine you want to try a lip product and you peel it up and use it yeah I was sent the Pretty Shady Pressed Pigment as well as the Double Down Gloss called Glisten Up, which was really cute. And the packaging is, I personally, I love it. I, I think it's really cool. What? How would you even describe this packaging? What is that? So um, I'm just, I'm reading an article that we wrote for Refinery. So Neen created the first ever silicone compact that is refillable, recyclable, and won't leak microplastics into the environment. And it's reusable, so you can replace Mm -hmm. it. Interesting. Um, A lot of people have been asking about this, but I do want to shout out uh, a product that I've been using and loving. It's the Neen Pretty Shiny Cream Highlighter. I have it in the shade Meta. It is, it gives you this like very shiny, dewy look that, it melts right into your skin. It has avocado, camellia, sunflower, and rosa canina oil in it um, that helps to lock in moisture and prevent dehydration. I think maybe that's why I like it because oftentimes with highlighters, if I'm putting them on my cheek, it accentuates pores and like texture and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm very hesitant to use highlighters these days. But with this, I mm-hmm. feel like it just goes on, it glides onto the skin and it kind of just see like usually when you put on a highlighter i feel like it's just super in your face it's too yeah too shimmery glittery it's just a nice sheen yes see it just looks a little like sheen. He- yeah looks healthy yeah just a little dewy sheen. oh cute Put right there. yeah i mean she knows what she's doing obviously yes i mean she's an icon and it's really really blendable like oftentimes with highlighters sometimes it can get chonky yeah yeah (laughs) it's like almost too thick and you're kind of rubbing and it doesn't blend out and it just totally this it has like the sheen to it it has a little bit of shimmer and it blends out beautifully i think this would look gorgeous too on collarbones Mm -hmm. shoulders Shoulders. yeah like underneath the eyebrow a little bit just to give a little something but yeah I think that they're doing really interesting things I love um the branding I love the name Neen I think it's super cute if you're interested I think you should try it I mean the the lip the products aren't necessarily super affordable meaning they're all under 30 dollars yeah but like for one product like a a 
cream it says going rouge cream chip wow cream cheek and lip it's $29 I mean this is pretty in line with what we talk about on the podcast but I always want to be conscious of everybody's budgets like uh, buying a, a cheek and lip product for $30 is is an investment in my opinion so thanks for calling that was fun yeah that was fun All right, we have some beauty news. I think this is a major deal. This is a, a huge deal, yes. in my opinion. I'm really excited about it. Did everyone watch the Super Bowl this weekend purely for the commercials? Or, oh, sorry, sorry, commercials and Rihanna. Correct. Obviously. Right, right, right. The, the Rihanna show featuring the football players. Yes, yes, exactly. Thank you. I did not because at the time of the Super Bowl, <laughs> I was in the air. Or maybe on a layover <laughs> in Dubai somewhere, okay? Yes. Uh, which we'll have more information on that in the coming weeks. Yes, we will have a follow-up on that. Liz Flora, is she like our um, pseudo-correspondent at this point? We, have, we <laughs> should have her. Come on. Liz Flora, beauty editor at Glossy, wrote this story. It says, from Jennifer Coolidge for Elf to Fenty, beauty taps into Super Bowl marketing. We got an email. Which like, what has taken so GD right, long? Right, exactly. So last week, Sarah and I and all of the other beauty editors received an email um, stating there was an embargo, but guess what? Elf was getting into Super Bowl marketing with none other than Jennifer Coolidge. It says, this is what the story says. On Thursday, Elf Beauty announced that White Lotus star Jennifer Coolidge will be starring in its Super Bowl TV commercial that was co-written by the show's creator, Mike White. A teaser was released on Thursday while the ad will air during the Super Bowl. And you guys likely saw it if you were in any of these markets, New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, Philadelphia, Dallas, Atlanta, Houston, DC, and San Francisco. Elf Beauty CMO Corey Marchesato says Elf is an entertainment company that also sells makeup and skincare. So we really move ourselves into the cultural dimension, the entertainment dimension, and we ask ourselves consistently, how do we transcend product to create an orbit that people want to be a part of? I think this is why... That's really interesting. That is why Elf remains... Is continuing to kill it. They were the first brand to really go all in on TikTok, making a sound for TikTok. Eyes, lips, face if every brand approached things in this way, you don't have to be an entertainment company, but if you approached it and how to get people to be a part of a community and get excited versus I'm trying to sell a product and tell right. people what they need and what they don't need, I think a lot more brands would be successful. Obviously, Elf has longevity in the industry, so there are things to be said about that. Right, I was gonna say, longevity and money. Money. Because <laughs> I cannot money. even imagine how much jennifer coolidge cost or a and super bowl ad or a super come on, bowl ad. like that's insane like so ridiculous ad agencies spend so much money just to get a 30 second spot during the commercial oh my god it's so wild yeah but i i thought this was interesting that liz also pointed out that according to nielsen women make up around 47 percent of the super bowl audience that's like that's half people yeah we don't need any more car ads i mean you know we care about cars, sure, fine. But like, give us the beauty ads, give us Fenty Beauty. And then she also mentions that Ula Henriksen is going to have an, an ad. Well, they're not. So are they not? They're, they, are, they did an ad that's online only. So it will uh, not be shown oh, during online the big only. game. Okay, okay, okay. What does that even mean then? So it says, adopting 
Also adopting humor for marketing surrounding the Super Bowl is skincare brand Ulla Henriksen, which created an online-only ad spoofing 80s-era beer commercials to showcase its cooling mask. Okay. The beer commercials of the late 80s and early 90s were instantly recognizable by the tone and, most importantly, original ASMR. These commercials were energetic, product-driven, effervescent, and comical. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Okay, I get Okay, never mind. I don't think, I don't think that that's as exciting as the fact no. that no, we're no, getting no, 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 a no. Super Bowl commercial from a very relevant beauty brand. 100%. Again, Rihanna, she's going to be dripping in Fenty Beauty during the halftime show. I cannot wait to see what she looks like. We will have already seen what she looks like at this point. I wanted to note, I actually wanted to note that, so by the time this episode comes out, y'all will have seen the commercial. Um, But during the teaser, which uh, they showed on Thursday when we're recording this, Jennifer talks about how this primer that's known for being sticky and adhering makeup to the skin from e.l.f. made her look like a dolphin. Which is like a direct callback to when she was at, I think, either the Globes or Critics' Choice and said that she wanted to play a dolphin. And I, I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> yes. that was literally last month. How did this no, even happen? they had to do this so quickly. So I got a quote from the agency that produced this, which is awesome because it's also the same agency that um, does their PR as well. It says, as a longtime partner of Elf Beauty, their infamous and unrivaled Elf Speed never ceases to amaze us until, of course, three weeks ago when the idea was born to create an episodic campaign with the viral hero Power Grip Primer featuring a commercial at the big game. Inspired by its sticky as elf virality, we knew there was only one talent in their prime that could bring this to life, Jennifer Coolidge, the stickiest icon in culture. In a matter of two weeks, Shadow assembled the dream team and prepared to film. Wow. We cast Jennifer Coolidge as our star, partnered with White Lotus creator Mike White to co-write the script with us, award-winning director Maggie Carey to direct in collaboration with director Neil Brennan and Caviar to produce. I mean, these are all huge names, by the way, if you're not familiar with them. After a shoot, Full of pinch me moments and crying fits of laughter, we feverishly went into post-production, delivering a spot to the network in just seven days. This is fucking insane. I'm sorry, but like, if anybody knows how timelines work in this industry, like, this is wild. This is wild. It says, we worked tirelessly to make the impossible possible. The creative collaboration with Jennifer was extraordinary, and we're so grateful to our partners at Elf for saying yes, trusting us with this massive moment, and allowing us the freedom to fly creatively. That's from... Lisa Sulodi, the co-founder and chief communications officer at Shadow. We work with Shadow. Work, Shadow represents a bunch of brands, Elf being one of them. We've worked with them for years, but they also do, uh, you know, creative production, casting, social media relationships, and all that stuff. You can't even turn around a social media video. No. That quickly. No. A campaign. No. That's wild. That was, and so that was a quote given to us since I asked because I was literally like oh my god like she's talking about a dolphin like this wasn't like shot three months ago most Super Bowl commercials that were shot last year right so the fact is is that they pulled this together so quickly that's something to be commended I'm really excited for Elf I think Elf is like just maintains being on top of everybody else I I can't even imagine how much this costs I'm like dying to know give us a ballpark someone send us a DM if you work in the someone who knows who knows Elf's budget send us an anonymous DM there's always like some news report that comes out with how much like the 30 second ads are post Super Bowl so we'll we can we'll do some math can I ask you a question though how do you feel about brands putting out their Super Bowl ad before the Super Bowl 
I'm I no. I hate I need it. To wait. I hate I, it. Wait, wait, just wait. Doritos. Why are you posting the entire Jack Harlow? The the no. joy is like tuning into the commercials and seeing it for the first yeah, time. Yeah, and then post it after. Stop. Everyone needs to stop doing that. No, 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 no. We it's wait. Weird. We wait. We wait. We wait. Okay. This is. We got some. We got some drama. Mm. We got some quote unquote clean beauty drama. Mm. With one of our favorite brands. So. Yep. There have been some allegations of mold in Kosas's concealer. Revealer concealer, one of my all-time faves. Everywhere, especially thanks to Miss Haley Bieber as of late, <laughs> I feel like. It's like that's her that's her infamous like two dot concealer in her tutorial. Uh so this story from NBC News. Uh, written by Morgan Sung says, Kosas makeup brand focused on clean beauty is under fire after a months old Reddit post about a consumer finding mold in its concealer resurfaced on TikTok, raising questions among consumers over the clean beauty movement sweeping the makeup industry. We've talked about this product like millions of times. Like Kirby said, it's one of her favorites. People have been complaining on TikTok that uh, the concealer has developed rancid odors. It's caused skin irritations. There's claims that um, a person on Reddit saying that they found black spots in their concealer. Um, more, But then this says more than a year after opening it and that the product smelled like blue cheese. So the concealer has a six-month, the point after opening, which is that little jar symbol that has the number, so it's six months. That's the life lifespan of the product. Some people are claiming that their concealer has developed rancid smells um, and caused skin irritation prior to that period. Um, and, you know, there are cosmetic chemists like Jane Sui who says that every brand has hiccups and that Kosas is likely receiving so much backlash because they have been such a fast-growing, popular brand. Uh, Kirby, what do you think about this? So I will say this. When Sarah sent this to me, I hadn't seen it yet, but I was not surprised because I have a revealer concealer that I've literally just been hanging on to because when I opened it, it it smelled. Like I was like, I just got this. What did it smell like? It smelled like what Grishon said it would smell like. It, she said it would it smell would smell like crayons. Yes, I know what this concealer smells like because I have. So I, I'm in my office right now. I have one here, but I have ones up in my bathroom that I use that do not smell like this. Got it. Yeah. And so initially, I was like, "Is that is did they reformulate in some way?" Yeah. But now I'm starting to think that I. I mean, I'm gonna throw this out. Just to be honest, I was going through my concealers this morning, and I have two Kosas ones, and it, they've been there longer than six months, so it's time to throw them out, anyways. But I smelled them, and it definitely was like that crayon. Yep. Almost like there, it was almost smelled like sunscreen. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but yeah, it didn't smell right. Like I'm looking at the Sicily concealer, and the point after opening is 12 months, and typically I would say concealers like I, I I'm. Don't quote me because I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure NARS is 12 months as well. Yeah, I think a year is like typical for a lot of coverage products. Right. So here's the thing. It's not that Kosas is made without preservatives. I think sometimes when people see paraben-free, they're like, oh, this product doesn't have preservatives. And some of them don't. A lot of these clean brands are using 
preservatives, but not parabens. So it's like, for instance, this is what's on COSA's website. No, we use safe, effective preservatives. Safe being a term relative to if you think parabens are safe or not. Um, and antimicrobial stabilizer, stabilizers, which prevent against mold, yeast, yeast, yeast. <laughs> yeast and pathogens we use these preservatives in our products to extend their shelf lives while maintaining our standard of next level clean ingredients i think the reason why this is an interesting story though is because it's kind of leaning into our discussion of the clean beauty comeuppance where totally people are you know gonna start i think rightfully questioning what this term clean means and if they've been you know, like what what are the pros and cons to it? Right, right, exactly. So yeah, I think that's that's the the thing is that people like are demanding, you know, transparency, but they're also demanding that all their products be as quote unquote clean as possible. But then something like this happens, and then they're like outraged. So it's it's like you ha- you can't have both. You need to have the preservatives if you want your product to be stable, and um. And, and parabens have been proven to be very effective preservatives. I understand that there's a lot of people that have concerns, and so I don't want to shame anyone for having those concerns. But I also think that we're going to have a reckoning of sorts this year when people are going to go, wow, my perioral dermatitis, uh, could this be a result of like completely overhauling my routine to be quote-unquote clean? Totally. So Javon Ford, who's a cosmetic chemist, um yes a great follow uh responded to a lot of tiktokers complaining about the product and said that there so this is in this nbc article um that potassium sorbate and sodium benzoate are in kosas's revealer and they are better at killing mold and fungus than they are at killing bacteria he also noted that the formula doesn't contain a chelator is that called chelator a compound that inhibits bacterial growth and then jane suey uh to end the article says instead of going the clean route personally i would love to see more education around specific ingredients rather than saying fragrance free sulfate free even paraben free a free from ingredients list i think it's more harmful than just explaining why something is in there i have to agree and listen I'm I use a ton of Kosas products this isn't going to stop me from using Kosas products but I do think that it's a interesting note on a bigger conversation that's going to be had this year that's our show thank you for listening follow us on all platforms for announcements and opportunities at Los Angeles pod and join our Facebook group to share your own reviews Los Angeles was created by Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan it is a part of the ACAST network our episodes are mixed and edited by Roxy Flo and Stacy Abarca. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi 
Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 